Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hey, this is Lucas from Connecticut. How are you guys doing? Great. Oh, wonderful. How are you doing, Lucas? Howdy. Uh, doing okay. Doing all right. Um, I wanted to plug the uh, Northeast camping trip uh, in a bit, but I got two quick Yelp review stories. If you want to hear those real quick. Well, we'd it. love to hear more Yelp review stories, hey, I, I think. I got to say, I must. I got to let everybody know, I'm a Yelp elite for four years. So I, I just want everybody, I want to make sure that's known Ooh. so I can have some journalistic integrity here. So Brett's opinion matters more than, than mine because I've left like three or four Yelp reviews in my life. And one of them, actually they're Google reviews, but uh, I left the Google review for this pizza place called Our Place Pizza. I gave them a two star because it wasn't good, but it wasn't like I have to return this and never eat there again. Like I'd eat there again in a pinch, but two stars. And then they left a comment on it and they were like, Mr. Lucas, please, this is a family restaurant. When people see this, uh, it, it hurts our business, please. What can we do? And I was like, oh, damn. Now I, like, I went from feeling like Brett to feeling like Brian. I was like, I got to fix this. That's why they're in business. <laughs> they knew so, who their customers are. <laughs> well, they're actually, they're not anymore. They're, they have since closed because their food was bad. But I changed it from a two-star review to a three-star and said, decent food, nice people. <laughs> like, I, I felt like that was a good band-aid on it. I think I've decided that if it says nice people, I'm out on it, actually. No way. You think that's a warning? Yeah. Because that's what you say when, you don't when mean you're it. like, when everything else fucking sucks. You're oh. just like, ah, yeah, I mean, the waitress was nice, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, w- it would have hurt her feelings if I mentioned how awful this experience was. Yeah. <laughs> it's a no-go. Uh, 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 first of all, number one... Uh, I never, uh, the thing I've learned over the past month is one, no more Airbnbs. Thank God. Specifically, no more Airbnbs that are campers right next to a person's house. Because that's the thing. I've been thinking about this for two weeks now. Okay. Or three weeks since we've been back. And what the real issue was, had I never met that guy, I would have gave him a scathing fucking review. Oh. But I met the guy and talked to him, and I could only think about, like... And they're still heartbreaking. Yeah, and they're still fucking, like, messaging me and saying, like, you need to give these people a review. Oh, right. And, like, they're like, hey, can you give us a review? And I'm just like, no, I can't give you a review because if I give you a review, it'd be lying. And I don't want to lie. You can't do that on the internet. I don't want to lie to... Well, you're not allowed to lie. I'll lie. You can't lie. lie on Airbnb. Yeah. Yeah, I just... There's no more cabins, and there's no... There's just... It's not... It's never... I'm not doing it ever again. And, I, hey, let me I, tell I, you I, something about a cabin, by the way. The the people that rented that fucking thing for me, the uh, uh, camper, their idea at first was put two cabins on the property. Put three cabins on the same property where the one camper is. Uh-huh. So like just think about don't think you're safe in a fucking cabin, you know? And and I I just those people only had like six reviews when I look at it now, and I'll bet you a lot of people like me fucking stayed there and then were like, "Hey, um I'm not going to leave a review because they're nice." And uh that is just I'm not doing it anymore. I hate Airbnb. I hate it more now than I ever have before because that was a nightmare fucking house. And I'm so irritable also about like, I hate this. Like, listen, 
Hotels also have cheap shit in the rooms and stuff like that. None of this is like, none of this is like specific just to Airbnbs, but, but hotels have like good, like you can get somebody to clean up the room. If there's a problem, if the water smells like shit, you don't feel bad going down to the desk and saying, bro, your water smells like shit. If you don't have Wi-Fi, you, you could get money back on your thing. You know, it's not some fucking guy that used to work out in the middle of Lake Erie and was gone for three weeks at a time. And his wife would like, you know, only talk to him on the phone and she got lonely and she just wanted a goddamn glamping Airbnb out there. That was it. That was this whole thing. And it made me feel bad knowing what his job was. It made me feel bad looking at him. And like there was this mix of anger and then pity. That was so fucking dangerous for me. I don't need that anymore. So I'm a hotel guy forever now. I found out a new way to get hotels cheap. What's that? Well, one, uh, I've been looking for a, uh, uh, here's, there's a couple things. I've been looking into a hotel or I've been looking into leaving the country okay. for a week sometime next year. I, I think we might go to Brazil and, uh, and I'll tell you why. Uh, very cheap. You can really get a five-star hotel for seven nights for $250 there. That sounds tight. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm thinking about doing it. And, um, but like the Chicago trip, like, and I might've already told this, but I looked on Hotwire and this is like a busy weekend for travel. This is Labor Day weekend. There is a fucking pro wrestling pay-per-view in Chicago that week. You know what I mean? And there's like all this stuff going on in town. So I go, I got to get a hotel. Nothing's working out. My sister gets kind of like a, uh, um, my sister gets a discount for Hilton, but it's not the same as like the old discount. Oh, that's um, so that wasn't working out. And then like, uh, all the Airbnbs were insane. Uh, so I go on Hotwire. And they have this thing. It's like playing Russian roulette. I'm going to tell you right now. The first time you do it, it's going to feel like you're playing Russian roulette. Okay. It has a thing where you scroll down through the bottom of the thing. And it has hotels that are very cheap, but they do not tell you what the hotel is until you pay for it. That's All not, the head. That's, not, that's, uh, that's a rough game. I look it up. Super 8 is bad. Well, but, but they tell you how many stars. They'll let you know how many stars the hotel is. Okay. So I'm, I'm looking at a four-star hotel. Okay. That's a good hotel. That's a Brian-level hotel because okay. I only stay at four-star or above. Okay. I'm not even Didn't doing a 3.5. I'm going to tell you the truth. When I was looking at Mexico and Brazil, there were three-and-a-half-star hotels for $12 a night that I was like, man, I would like to go down to three-and-a-half stars, but I just can't. I got to do. Yeah. I'll pay the extra 150 bucks. Got to. You know, I'll, I'll pay 160 a night instead of $12 a night for that extra half star. Sure. Um, so I go like, uh, uh, so I go, hey, I'm going to go ahead and uh, uh, I'm going to pay for this. It was 800 and something dollars straight down. You paid for the whole hotel at that point. 800 bucks. That was the thing. Okay. Pay ahead, which I really liked. And, uh, shut up. <laughs> Did you see the last chat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mr. Mopwater says four. 
I only stay at a four star and above hotels and RVs in a guy's backyard. <laughs> so I go, I go, I'm doing it. I'm just going to fucking do 800 it. 800 bucks for what? 800 bucks. For how long? Five days. Okay. In, in Chicago. In Chicago, okay. Downtown. Okay. Not in, not in the suburbs or anything. I, I go ahead and pay for it. And then when I hit submit with my credit card information in it, there was this fucking feeling that I can't describe to you in any other way than Russian roulette. Like oh, right before you pull the trigger, I was just like, fuck man, fuck. What if this is a red roof inn or some shit yeah. or a micro tell or uh, uh, one of those extended stay boys, which is like, you never want to stay in one of those. I don't even like staying in a residence in because I think they're too low rent. Yeah. We did Red Roof in, and it was awful. For we had to yeah. do it for Indianapolis because there was nothing else. Yeah, for the Indy Five Hundred. It's a Hyatt Regency I got. Oh, great! For a really good fucking. That's awesome. Game. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah. So Hotwire, if you're not afraid to be like, I mean, it's not a risk when you say it's a four star hotel. That's no risk at all. I mean, motherfucker, you're staying in two and a half star hotels, maybe yeah. even two. I'll go to two. Because I'm learning about the star ratings for mm-hmm. hotels now. I'm 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 kind of trying to figure out what's what. But uh four to five is like kind of my sweet spot. Um but yeah. I, I my um mine is the hopper app. I don't know. I decided I got this app and I decided that I just go through them and I don't pri- I don't spend my- I used to stay up till four in the morning price matching every possible way, reading everything. I use the one app. You earn rewards to towards your next thing. Um, I got us four nights at uh, Ocean City for seven hundred bucks. Yeah, oh, that's on the good. fucking beach. Yeah, that was good. awesome. Sudafedrin in the chat said, uh, "Residence in by Marriott is what I was talking about. I thought it was tight. <laughs> Man, I stayed in enough of those residences, and I just do not like them. I don't like when they got like a stove and shit in there. Right. I just it feel all- like I'm staying at home." And also, it looks like 1992 home. Well, yeah. And, and even, like, I don't live in a luxury house or whatever. But, like, I, I, if I'm staying on the I don't want to fucking cook. We got a guy on the phone. Let's answer. Oh, sorry, buddy. Uh, we are cutting you off there. Oh, it's all good. I forgot I was on. I was even just listening to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, good news. Uh, there is a five-star hotel in Brattleboro, Vermont. There's also a Hampton Inn. Uh, that's where the Northeast uh, Regional Street Fight Camping Trip is happening. Uh, first weekend in September. Uh, Going to be an awesome time. Had a solid group come out last year. Hoping to have a bigger group this year. There is lean-tos, so you don't even have to set up a tent. It, can I ask you a question about it real quick? Did you say Fairfield Inn? I, uh, while you were, uh, it's a Hampton Inn. A Hampton Inn. Uh, yeah, uh, that's a three and a half. Four star reviews out of 776. Oh, that's, no, no, that's no, no, not, no, no. Uh, everything else, I mean. It's a, a, a star rating. I know it's not often like, like other people's reviews. We're talking hotel official star review type of deal. Yeah, that's what we need is star official. And, and again, I don't want a kitchen in there. Hampton Inn might be okay. I haven't been in one in a very long time. But, uh. You know, I'm seeing people talk about the carpet looks sweets. horrible based on these pictures. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if there's a Ritz Carlton there, or like, <laughs> I'll tell you the truth. You know, I will stay in a fucking. Uh, I will 100 happily stay in a Courtyard Marriott. Okay. 
Yeah. That's slumming it? I think that's the lowest it goes. What about a yurt? That's kind of, I that's kind of like told a you guys, a, yeah, I just had that experience. Now, if I fucking pay for a yurt and I get out there, I can guarantee the water is going to smell like shit and there's not going to be any fucking Wi-Fi there again. You know, a yurt. No. Or a what are your to, thoughts on a Airbnb? Uh, not an not an Airbnb, but just a B and B, like a bed and breakfast that's been owned by some couple for like fifty years. That would will, you stay in a B and B? I'm going to tell you right now that will never. I'm <laughs> yeah. telling you right now that any place where somebody might walk up to me and want to have a conversation with me that's not somebody I'm with, I would fucking want to run away and die and stick my head in a hole. I don't. I feel that a hundred percent. Like they I'm, expect you to sit at breakfast with strangers. Hard pass. Yeah, hard pass on on. I'm walking up to my bed and a guy's like, "So what'd you do today?" Like, no, I don't. And, <laughs> oh, psychic gasoline now busting my beans. Dude wipe turn down service. <laughs> I have a dude wipe in my bag right now. Okay. I'm carrying them with me now. Always prepared. Yeah, they're nice. I'll show you one. Maybe I can show it to the people in the chat. They can see it. You know, oh God, now they're saying a yurt would be an experience. Yeah, no shit, an experience I don't want to have. <laughs> okay, here's my dude wipe. Dude shower. Bro, that's so minty fresh. It's not minty. That was the problem. I would have liked it to oh, have been minty. This doesn't t- tingle at all. It, it's fucking fragrance free, which is what like. What is that about? Yeah, I don't Why want. Am I doing this for There me? is not a single thing in this fucking world that I want fragrance free. Nothing. That's a bold claim. I went and got deodorant and it said stone. And I thought it was like, that meant like Irish spring. Okay. And it didn't smell like anything. And I just fucking kept it like all day. Mm-hmm. You know what? I just kept it for the whole time. And I was miserable every day when I went to put it on. I couldn't smell it. So you know what I did? I went and got Old Spice. Now really? I'm wearing Old Spice deodorant. Wow. I want, I'll, I'll take the fucking. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here comes the dude wipes. I'm going to show you the size of what I showered with. There's two of them. You don't flush your dude wipes, do you? Uh, I should have at that house, but I didn't. I threw them in the trash. Only um, on the enemy's toilets. They smelled like dew. Okay, that's the size of my sh- my dude wipe for the shower. I'd say, you know, 12 inches by 9 inches, I would say. Yeah. Looks and like it's it pretty me. wet. And and the, the fucking real problem was after I got done like wiping or whatever, it the the goddamn dude wipe turned a little bit brown. And I was just like, no, I, I just <laughs> I don't want to see that. It was miserable. So Yeah. Oh yeah. no. But I would like to come to the camping if how far is Vermont? Is that like that's probably like fifteen hour drive? Yeah, it's not a drive uh, it's not close. What is it? September what? I don't have my kid that weekend either. September what? Uh, It is September 1st through the 4th, I want to say. It's like the Thursday through the Sunday. Um, Monday is Labor Day. Not like real Labor Day. Not May Day, obviously. I'm in Chicago. I'm in Chicago those days. Living the fucking five-star or four-star hotel life, which I love. I'm also looking into now. I've never done this. Five... I'm looking into uh, all-inclusive resorts. I'm just looking through. You're not going to be able to eat there, though. 
Wait, it's all inclusive though. Yeah, but you won't. The food will not be up to your standards. They're gonna they're gonna give you some room temperature food at a fucking resort. Yeah, they they're cutting corners. Fuck. That's why, right. that's why it's all inclusive. It's a, it's a scam. I mean, it's not a scam, but I mean, I I mean, it's like a cruise is cheap because the food is horrible. But I will eat horrible food to save money. I just don't know if you can do that. Yeah, I'm looking into like Thailand and stuff like that. So. Uh, I'm looking into all kinds of places. Anywhere where the exchange rate is good and there's a beach. That's what I'm well, looking you're at. You're an ANCAP now. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to Anarchapulco. Which, by the way, they finally get to the murder in that goddamn show three episodes in. Okay. Those people are the worst. Yeah. I do want to say this. Before we hang up this, I'm, I'm really sorry to do this to you. Erica Hughes is in that documentary. Do you remember her? Yeah. Wait, that, why is that name familiar? She was a uh, 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 black woman that was oh, in yeah. those circles, Erica Hughes. Mm, I don't know. Maybe wrong one I'm thinking of. She was an ANCAP, and she was around on Twitter when we first started. May have even listened to the show. Oh. She's in the documentary. She's like one of the main talking heads because she was at all the Anarchapulcos. Interesting. Really bad. Those things weren't really bad. So, and yes, JC, I know my wife said the same thing. Hey, you know, if we go to Thailand, people will think you're a sex criminal. I'm like, no, I'd be going with my wife. So you're both sex criminals. I guess. Yeah. It could be a sex criminal trip or a swingers trip, which I just, I had a thought about swingers, but uh, tell people again, where to, uh, where to, where to go to this thing. Uh, so the camping trip is going to be at Fort Dummer State Park, uh, right outside of Brattleboro, Vermont, uh, September 1st to the 4th. We currently have two campsites, which is enough for like uh, 15 people, probably. I think we're looking at probably six or seven currently attending. And if more people show up, uh, that's an awesome problem to have. And we'll deal with that when it happens. But um, it's going to be an awesome time. It'll be the second year going and uh, hope to meet some new friends and hang with some cool folks. Yeah, have fun, everybody. I wish I could go. I am I am in Chicago. I'm from the second to the seventh. I'll give it some thought. I think I I think I might be able to work because make it work because I don't have my kid that weekend, and I just did a ten hour drive. It's a ten hour drive, and I just fucking did that from Ocean City. Uh, Rachel's a road warrior, so maybe we'll see. I'll get I'll get back to you about. Well, it. last year we spent like we spent like half the time talking about you guys. So if uh, Brian shows up, we'll just spend like, or if Brett shows up, we'll spend half the time talking about Brian instead. That well, makes sense. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, I'll tell him and he can ask him questions. Some advice. you like in real life. Yeah. You, well, you can text me. You can DM me that anytime I'll try to answer you. You know, I, it, it's not interesting at all what's going on in my life, uh, except for everything I talk about, which is just normal stuff. For most people, it's not. For most people, not being able to take a shower for three days isn't traumatic. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Most there are showers at the camp at the campground. I should mention there are showers at the campground. Is good pressure, toilets? good temperature. Don't Is know about toilets? the smell. I don't believe so. Okay. Oh, toilets. Yeah. 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 I thought you said okay. terrorists. I was like, uh, that's what I don't think so. Well, but yeah, good times. Um, right? Last year, um, Last year, Jarrett and his wife, Emily, were there, and I guess they're from Columbus. They said that uh, they had seen you on your walks before, and for me, that was like they told me they saw Bigfoot on a walk. It's so funny. People do, I mean, I hear, you know, especially if we perform in Columbus or something, people are like, I see you every day. Nobody ever, very rarely do people stop me um, or yell at me, but yeah. 
Yeah, I've um yeah, I've uh, hung out on this on the same beanbag chair as them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I appreciate you calling in. I got to tell Brett this new theory I have. Uh, have a good night. Appreciate it. You too. Be well. Catch you later, bud. All right. This is my new theory that I came up with. Okay. Every single person. Okay. I got to say 90% of people that drive Goldwing motorcycles or the three-wheeled with the two wheels in the front motorcycles are swingers. 95% of them, I believe. Because a bunch of them drove by me the other day. And I like looked over and I was like, every one of those people looks like a swinger. Because I have a way that I think swingers look. Yeah, I mean, it's they. I mean, it's a thrilling vehicle, and they like the thrill of swinging. So you might be on definitely the the okay Goldwing. No, um, no, that's a lot of safety nerds motorcycle. <laughs> okay, that I don't think are three the the slingshot or the the three wheeled motorcycle. One hundred percent of them are. Yeah, it just seems like a swinger vehicle. Yeah, to have you know, I bet you if I'm gonna drive by the Swingers Club one night and take a picture. Of uh, the vehicles outside. I think we should. I think I need to do that. My car would could be there. Okay. <laughs> hey, I don't think there's going to be any Priuses there. I just don't think the Swingers Club has like... It's more a Republican thing. Swingers Clubs. I don't think you... Yeah, you... you um, I mean, I, I'm a friend with a dominatrix and... And a... And a yeah. Dude that owns a dungeon... And they're Republicans? They're anarchists. Okay. Well, you don't have to prove me wrong. I just <laughs> sorry. Think a lot I'm of sorry them, for proving you wrong. I think a lot of Republicans, though, like guys that have... I, it was also when we were driving back from Michigan. I saw a guy getting in his saddlebags on the side of his gold wing. He wasn't pulling out dildos or anything like that. But it just struck me as such a swinger thing to have saddlebags on your motorcycle. You know, like, oh, I'm just... I'm driving across the country and I stop and me and my wife fuck a few people and then we move on to the next town. Yeah, you it's know? the dream. So you're jealous? No, I don't want to swing. Yeah, sounds better. Shot. Sounds better than uh, than regular old life. Than slingshot? Than riding a slingshot and swinging? Just yeah, we be swinging. <laughs> Ride sure. a slingshot, playing fucking every rose has its thorn so loud that everybody on the street can hear it. You can swinging. also go to sex club and have sex in front of a room full of people. You don't have to like trade or anything. You can just fuck with a group of people surrounding you. Honestly, sounds it's worse. It's hot. I, I can't think of whatever sounds. You get to worse. do porn and you get to show your best moves and you get to like flex and show off how there good you are no way i have good moves compared to people who have been Take, doing it their everybody's doing drugs dude you gotta do the drugs and do the alcohol and then you'll be ready to fucking party all night long yeah <laughs> i'll take you to a swinger party if you want to nope. go i can get there nope i mean i'm going to one at in august i i would feel so uncomfortable at a place like first of all they don't let just single dudes come into a swinger party yeah that's true they got to pay a premium and or pass the test we can get you joe we can get you into joey's event you can go yeah. you can join the free play section you can just go out there with your pecker out and just do stuff i don't want to do that i don't want to even anybody to ever see my pecker okay ever they're not they're they've all seen them all you know no they're they've the never seen accepting. mine which they're the incredible. most accepting people yeah yeah i see even people in a chat are like having sex in front of strangers is a nightmare and i'm like so yeah could be thrilling i'm with you not no it can't be it absolutely cannot be thrilling uh, all I would think about is my 
hey, how does my asshole look to these people? You know what I'm saying? You like, take care of that beforehand. You got to be ready to show off. Well, I got this dude wipe right here. <laughs> sure. That I can do. Uh-huh. Um, let's take another call. All right. Uh, thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hey, this is Terry. Terry, what's up? How's it going? Doing good. I, I Listening to that, I was just thinking that that was probably one of my more memorable things from high school was that there was a pretty strong rumor that uh, next-door neighbors in our town, um, a couple of teachers actually um, were were swinger couples. So that was, wow. that was a good It's been one. happening forever. <laughs> it's perfectly natural. It's just that Christianity and fucking fairy tales from Disney try to tell us that there's only one way to, to be in a relationship. Yeah, I think like my my uh, oh, yeah. uh, my daughter actually said that they have that one of two of their teachers might be it seems like they might be, you know, uh cheating or whatever. Who knows? But uh that's, that's just ship. Yes, that's teenagers making do, stuff. Fanfic, yeah. And they're just making stuff. The teenagers make everything bothered up. Everything they do. Yeah. Everything they do is just making shit up. That's all I hear about. You, that is exciting, Brian. You could you would be good at swinging, maybe. You could show up. You take care of everybody else before yourself, you know, and just be like the hit. Just beat off and run out the door. No, that's probably what I would do. No. Yeah the 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 swinger is the, the, like the whole thing freaks me out. Just the whole fucking thing. Okay. The aesthetic. The 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 the. It's the, you can't really you can't. It's people you would never know. And you're sworn to secrecy. Everybody that goes there, you're not allowed to out other people. Otherwise, you're kicked out forever. Uh, it's all very much a private thing, and people know how to keep their mouth shut. Yeah. Oh, you want to hear something kind of funny, got Terry and Brett? You want to hear something kind of funny? Went to uh, my daughter's coffee shop mm-hmm. yesterday. Worst service I ever had in my fucking life. Okay. It was so bad. She is so not good. She really? was working. It was her and another girl. And I was like, maybe I was like, can I speak? To, I kind of was like joking and said, can I speak to your manager? But I was actually kind of telling the truth a little bit. Uh, very slow, very slow service. But they have this drink. And I'm just wondering if anybody has what I, I want to see what you guys think about this, this, this coffee drink. Because I'm trying to get into non-alcoholic cocktails these days. This is this new thing I'm into. The dry mail? Do you go there yet? No. There's a sober bar in town called Dry Mill. I, I, I walk by it. I'm drinking right now this homemade cherry limeade that's that's absolutely delicious. But I'm really getting into like this kind of stuff. I go to this coffee shop, and they have this drink that is cold brew with seltzer water, a little bit of orange zest, and a maraschino cherry. Okay. And I'm looking at it, and I go, I mean, seems interesting. To me, because I always see people drinking the, the Manhattan or the old fashioned or whatever. Uh-huh. I'm like, damn, I wish I drank an old fashioned. Like, it looks really delicious. Okay. But I couldn't be more nervous to try it. And then I went to try That's to order coffee, it. coffee, though, right? Yeah. I went to try and order it. My daughter was like, it tastes like shit. Yeah, say. <laughs> coffee and LaCroix have, could have been a thing forever. I don't, I don't see any fruity seltzer coffee. does not make sense to me. That's true. That's true. So what's up, Terry? How's it going? Doing, doing good. Um, I, I do want to comment as well, too, on 
um, the, the, the bodily functions. Um, I was kind of hoping that your mic actually wouldn't be working, Brian, because I do want to say that, you know, the shitting and the, the vomiting has to be switched around. There, there's just, I, I can understand from your perspective, Brian, because you have probably vomited more than anybody else that I ever would know, so you're used to it, but it, it's a travesty that those are not switched it around. It seems to me, here's what it seems like to me. And, and fucking, it's so crazy because Stefan Heck said the craziest thing while he was trying to yell at me about this, right? He says, uh, you like the feeling after you vomit. You don't like the action of vomiting. And I just want to be like, you like the feeling after you shit. Nobody likes the action of doing any of these things. These mm. are all very necessary evils mm. in our lives. Back that up, but. And it's... It doesn't feel good to shit. Nobody thinks it's like the whole period, like where you're like, oh, cool, it's shitting time. You know what I mean? Oh, man, it's shitting time. Oh, I'm so excited. I'd rather just barf and get... Once you barf, it's all gone. Everything's gone. There ain't nothing left in your whole body, you know? And that's why I say barfing's great. And and I've been getting yelled at now for this list for uh, uh, three weeks and... Nobody wanted to yell at me about my Nightmare on Elm Street opinions that I felt were highly reasonable. Uh, so now they're still yelling at me about not liking to shit. I hate shitting. I'm sorry. I can't do it. It's the worst feeling. Um, so I, I just, you'll never be able to talk I'm me a, into it. I'm I love to throw up. I love it. That feeling... I haven't gone into it as much, but that feeling when it's coming out and like your your lips are doing that thing that Homer Simpsons do when he burps, that wave uh -huh. thing, uh -huh. and it's just coming out and it's just a ton of it coming out in a really big, like round mm -hmm. spurt. That is just top level to me, man. Right under jizzing. That is like just so good. And And the only thing I'd really entertain above that is sneezing, which I, I really do like. I do. That's the only one I really, well, I like nutting, but I also, I do like sneezing. And, and I liked it because also somebody told me when I was a little kid, if you sneeze three times in a row, that's as close as you can get to death without dying. That's three times in a row. So I always try to sneeze three times in a row instead of two. Uh -huh. And uh, I've never died yet. So we will see. Oh God! I like a person in the chat saying, "Get it, get, get in touch with your body." <laughs> I, I don't want to. <laughs> that's the worst thing about. That's the my major fear, and I would I would be actually curious if there is like a a phobia about bodies, like sure. where people don't want to have a body. They don't want anything going on inside. They don't. It's they're not afraid of needles because of pain. They're afraid of needles because they go into a vein. Biology. They're afraid of their own biology. That's the perfect way to say it. That is how I feel, dude. Uh -huh. I don't want to know anything's going on in there. Uh huh. Nothing. I hate it when some when you're watching a movie, and the heartbeat noise happens. Uh huh. I have to fucking look away from the TV and like. I get like real uncomfortable, it, like I'm watching a horror movie. Because it makes you think about a heart beating. Uh huh. Are you, like are it you, makes right me think. Now is it is it elevating you now? I mean, I'm, my leg is shaking a little bit, but I don't like I don't like the real 
noise of a uh, of a heart beating. I don't like in a movie when somebody shoots up like heroin or something uh-huh. and they show the needle go into the vein on the screen. I don't know how anybody watches that. But yeah, the heartbeat thing, uh the heartbeat thing oftentimes will make me like leave the room in a way or like cover my ears. Don't you just watch shows where people's heartbeats are ending over and over again? Well, they're ending though. And they don't play the heartbeat in the movie. They don't do that anymore? I mean, sometimes no they do and then I get all uncomfortable. No, that's fine. The beeps? The beeps are fine. I'm totally oh, okay with the beeps. That shit. Or the idea when somebody, I'll, I'll get anxiety if somebody says uh, blood pumping through your veins, sort of thing. Like where then I start thinking like blood is pumping through my veins. Yeah. I don't like to see my veins. For the first 15 years I was married or with my wife, it was very, very, very known that she's not allowed to touch my neck or my wrist because I don't. Like when people touch my wrist because there's veins. You know how you can see the veins uh-huh. in the wrist? That freaks me out. And it always makes me think somebody... I once saw a movie where a guy walked up and he, he grabbed the wrist and he went... And he oh, yeah. killed the guy, right? Sure. Now yeah. I'm free. I That just fucked me up for the whole rest of my life. And I remember when you're hearing like, like uh, The Kill and Freddy 3. Okay. Which one? Uh, the Puppet. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That fucked me up for a very fucking long time. That specific kill. And by the way, a good one. Nightmare on Elm Street 3 is my favorite Nightmare on Elm Street. Probably the best. Three, five, four, one, two, new nightmare. Or wait, wait. Three, five, four, Freddy's dead, new nightmare, Freddy 2. That's how it kind of goes. Wow, Freddy 2 at the back of the line. I mean, I know people are like, oh, Freddy 2 is like really good now because it's like, it's like gay. Mm-hmm. It's like, it comes off better than the other ones. But yeah. like, it just, I remember at the time just being pissed about it. Yeah. Sorry, Terry. I keep saying crazy things. Um, you got anything else? Oh, no worries. I, I just realized that I, <laughs> I, don't like the sound of heartbeats either when it's on the TV, but I'm fine with the, the beats. I'm fine with too. I'm I'm the same way. I guess I just realized that from you saying that. Can I ask you this? I'll ask you this. What happens when you go to the doctor and they put the gimmick on your arm? You know what I'm talking about? That I'm fine with. I, I don't. You're fine with I, that. I don't mind that if. Yeah, if they're, if they're doing it for, like, a really long time or something, like, they can't get a read on it, then I'm probably worrying. But it, I feel like it, it doesn't take that long. And I haven't been to a doctor in, like, seven years now, so I, I can't I don't do even it. know. <laughs> dude, dude, when that is worse than hearing it on TV is when that thing gets really tight. You know what I'm talking about? And you can feel the pressure, yeah. the blood pressure. That's the scariest thing in the world to me. Okay. That right there. And when I go to the doctor, they're always so like, you, we got to check it again yeah. before you leave because your blood pressure is really high. Uh-huh. 
And it's literally anxiety every time. Oh, wow. Because it goes down when it's almost time to leave. But at the beginning, it's just... And they're fucking, they're fucking cranking that thing up. You know, like, crank that thing up. And I'm fucking in the chair going... And they're like, can you please stop moving? And I'm like, no! Can you fucking please stop doing this? Can you please invent something that just does it without the pumping? You know? Um, yeah. So, yeah. I'm afraid of everything inside my body. I hate, I hate having a body. Unfortunate. You, you never it, like you know going up to the 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 pharmacy and the grocery store, the self service one to just check the blood pressure, even though they told the kids to knock it off with those. <laughs> no, and you know what though, that thing because when I was a kid, I didn't really understand what it was or what what it was trying to do. Um, so like I would do that, but then I would get scared and hit the emergency button thinking it was going to get too tight because I could start feeling the uh, pressure. I just wish they'd invent something, you know? Uh, thanks, JC. JC in the chat says, nurses need to invent more. <laughs> There's got to be, that. that's what, you know, Elizabeth Holmes. I was always like, man, I would have been, I would have been so fucking good to uh, uh if elizabeth holmes had been real what what she was trying to do that would have like measurably like made it so i could handle myself you know what i mean like just one drop of blood and it tells you what's going on because i'm at the point now where just like i go to the doctor and everything causes me anxiety at the doctor and it's really funny because like the stuff at the doctor causes me anxiety that i don't even like really have at home it's just a thing where like when the doctor starts when the doctor starts like checking my pulse and my blood pressure and like or when they hook up the thing and then they say the word we're going to check your lungs. I don't like to hear the word lungs at all because uh, I smoked for a long time. So I don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dancely420 says, never use one in a crowded store. Easy way to get robbed. I have never heard of somebody getting robbed at one of those things. Yeah, there can't like, be even one time that is happened. Is my mom in the chat? <laughs> Do you think you're... I wonder... My mom probably heard that. I bet my mom has heard that one. I got it's a good... That. It's a really good... I mean, check your emails. Probably if you check your spam folder, your uncle sent that story to you. It's like... it. You know what it's like? News.info.xyz. I'm sorry, go ahead. AIDS needle in the movie theater yeah. scene. That I was scared of for a long time. More than not, like flashing your lights and stuff. Because I knew people that knew people in gangs. And it was just like, they were like, we don't, you know. That shit doesn't go on. They, they also put them in the slots of the uh, pay phones. They also said they would put needles in there. And pop machines. Don't yeah. get your change out the pop machine. Because if you put your finger in there, it'll have an AIDS needle on it. So you dress up like a greaser, like an old 1950s gang member, and stand near uh, a pot machine, and then everybody will, won't take their change, and then you can go and just grab it because they think you needled it. Very wise. Very wise. He'd be, like, he'd be like, if I was you, I wouldn't get my change. People around here are putting needles in the, in the change there, the change area. And here's, here's another funny one. Brian, would you be happier blindfolded and sedated at the doctor's office? I can't tell you. if. Here's what I would like. I would like them to be like, Brian, go ahead and uh, uh, like, okay, here's how I want my doctor's appointments to go. I, 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 will, I will map this out for everybody so they know. I would like to one night go out to dinner 
Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Me and the wife, we go out on a date night. They slip is- something in my diet Pepsi. Yeah. Okay. This is yeah. And then somebody comes into the place and grabs me and puts me on a stretcher. Right. While I'm out. Mobile med. Right mobile on the med. side of the road. Takes me over to the doctor uh-huh. and then they can do all the stuff and then drop me off at home in my bed. And then I get oh, up and shit. I was just never at the doctor. They have to carry you to the bed too? They can throw me on the front porch for all I care. It would just be nice to have the, uh, um, it would just be incredible if I didn't know when my appointment was, you know? Yeah. They would like coordinate it with my wife. They were like, Brian's got a doctor's appointment. So can you guys go out to dinner? (laughs) Yeah. You won't notice a thing. It'll be, it's happened at different places. (laughs) Yeah. And then like a couple weeks later, they call my wife and they tell her all of the diagnoses. Okay. And then she sets up for them to then drug me, pick me up and do whatever procedures have to be done for the diagnosis. She schedules the next kidnapping. Yes. Yes. Medical kidnap, medical relocation. Yeah. So she kidnaps me and then they do whatever procedures need to get done. And then I get sent, sent home again. And I just never know medical stuff happened to me ever. I mean, so basically infinite amount of money wouldn't be enough to keep you alive. I think is what I'm hearing there. You would spend infinite. I would. Could, I know, would spend every people holding your arms and legs and walking for you and shit too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, meme cam said made for love. Has that happened? That move, that TV show got me thinking about it. Like that, like, man, it's a good idea. It's premium service. I would say, but yeah. easy to deliver. You know how people are about premium service. So they told me I was a moron for the fucking uh, exterminator idea. I had What's where, that? It's like a premium exterminator service oh. where they put you up in a hotel. Yes. You pay a little more, but you get to stay in a five-star hotel and right. then come back the next day. People are like, oh, that's stupid. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I'd probably pay for that. I wouldn't mind. If I needed extermination, obviously, I don't do that stuff. Yeah. Like, I have a landlord. But uh, if it was something, I'd take it. I mean, basically, I'll take any premium service that exists. Yeah, I mean, you're coming up with some that I think, you know, my cousin, maybe Mark Cuban might be interested. Maybe he doesn't like going to the doctor either. (laughs) Maybe it just happens that our stream got put on the front of Twitch, you know? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, maybe. One of the sharks is watching. I mean, maybe it's happening now, to tell you the truth. Um, I just wrote a TV show where a guy works for that company. I was thinking of maybe uh, you go in the room and they like hit you over the head with like a blackjack or something, no. like, not knock you out. No, because then you wake up and you have pain. Yeah, that's true. Not, but you not pills. saying you could wake up. Not saying you wouldn't wake up in my situation with pain. Obviously, uh-huh. if you have like cancer or something like that, or or something, you know, or you break your arm. <laughs> you break your arm, and they're like, "Hey, we should go to Denny's." <laughs> quick that's the only place it's open your dad he doesn't want he doesn't want to believe in his body he stopped believing in his body and kids get up we're going to denny's because he has to be knocked down tonight. he has to be knocked out tonight this thing's gonna go bad i faint when i break bones anyway okay, so okay. somebody could just fucking it, right. i'd be easy peasy with that okay so you're already out when it happens yeah i throw up every time i break a i broke a bone i throw up and faint so okay um <laughs> Psychic Gasly Yelp review They forgot to drug me Before the kidnapping But the people were nice Four stars 
<laughs> the whole time you're just like, you don't want to imagine that you're awake. You're like he's out like a light, and he's like, I'm awake, fuckers. <laughs> you don't want to, you don't want to make them look bad at their job. God, it would be so incredible. I think also the this idea also is like really good for the workers because it no sass, no back sass. Thank you, and it it just becomes. What you end up with in the end is they got somebody who's not complaining. They can't leave a review. They can't hear you talking about them. They can fucking, you know. Creates jobs. But you need big, burly people to carry everyone back to their beds. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to need a lot of scientists and, like, on-the-go, like, anesthesiologists. <laughs> the the on-the-go anesthesiologist <laughs> thing. I, I'm They're thinking. just going to sit around in, like, a squad car. <laughs> just wait. I guess an ambulance. You would just have an ambulance, right? Yeah. You just work out of the back of, a, of an ambulance? They could. But I, I wouldn't even care if you took me to the hospital. You just... There's got to be a pill that I could take that would just really, really get me going. You know what I mean? Just knock me the fuck out where, like, I'm sitting there. I mean, I guess I also don't have to go to a restaurant. I guess my they could just send the pills to my wife and say it's time for Brian's checkup. Like the vet does? Kind of, yeah. She'll put it in a bologna sandwich. <laughs> just push it. I don't want to go to the doctor. You don't even go to the doctor. Just taking her finger and hooking it in the back of her throat to force the pill down. <laughs> well, Terry, thanks for calling in. I, I hope we didn't ruin your call. Yeah. I, I, no worries. I always like piggybacking on the previous topic with the other caller. So thanks guys. Thank you. Thanks for calling. God, that's funny. That is such an idea that I came up with. That that actually even feels possible. It doesn't even feel crazy to me. Okay. It's weird to say it doesn't feel crazy to me, but I think like to people before air travel, air travel seemed sure crazy to them. Exactly. You know what I mean? Well, people that, you know, made horseshoes telling them about the car, they couldn't even conceive of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So now you're sitting here like, ah, oh, that's ridiculous. You know, why would they do that? And uh, I would be fine. with. It. I would love it. Okay. I mean, I also really like being knocked out anyway. Okay. Was that one of the, is that better than anything else? Is better than coming, getting knocked out? For body functions? Well, I'm not getting punched, knocked out. That's bad. That's kind of scary. But I no. do like that feeling when, when like, you're in the... Oh, man. I would say that a top 10 feeling in your whole life is when you're laying down on the table before surgery. And they're like, just count down from 10. And uh-huh. you're like, I'll fucking stay awake. I don't give a shit. I'll be up the whole fucking time. 10, 9. And then you're up, like, two hours later. Yeah. And you're pain that's a top 10 feeling i love that i wish they do that for like every appointment yeah or like for like flights to australia you know yeah that's a good idea we're so scared of drugs in this culture that there are so many things they could do with drugs that would just you you could actually like fit more people technically could fit more people on the airplane if you just drugged everybody on their flight, because you could just stack people on top. You could yeah, just lay just them down, put like, them in, like logs. assholes to elbows. You know yeah, what I mean? Just stack them. Yeah, you could just stack them. You could. It would just solve so many problems, and people love being knocked out. I think that's a big thing. Um, <laughs> and then just then you just have a medical staff that watches if anybody wakes up, they get knocked out again. Yes. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. I mean, you don't want to be on a fucking air. Well, you can knock out the staff, too. Really? Except for the pilot. <laughs> so everybody's just like, okay, <laughs> now that you're all knocked out? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I hate this job. Why would I want to fucking sit here and watch you for 16 hours? <laughs> I'm to make people work. <laughs> We're so scared of fucking sedation in this country. I know. It's crazy. You go to the sedation dentistry, and those motherfuckers will never do it. You're like, I'm here for sedation dentistry. They're like, what if we don't do that? You know, that'd be probably, oh, it's only going to take 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, I know. I don't want to live that 15 minutes. Right. You know? Right. I finally went and did help here. Yeah, I finally went and did sedation dentistry, and they give you nitrous. And uh, it's cheaper than the Valium or whatever. Mm -hmm. Buddy, that's fun. I'll say that. Nitrous dentist? Everybody says, I've never done it. Just ask for it. They'll give it to you. They'll charge you 70 more dollars. Yeah, I can get on the street cheaper. I know, but you can't get it on constant. Yeah. Medical grade. And you're goofing in there. You're having yeah. a goof fucking time, and the dentist is like loving it because the dentist is like, we got this guy goofing off. Uh-huh. I'm fucking working on his teeth. And you're just like, <laughs> it's the best. It's great. I love it. Truth. But yeah, you can't. You you gotta have it's like the the ketamine treatment. You can do ketamine all you want, but somebody giving you a constant stream of it for an hour is something totally different. You know? Right. Not that I would know. I haven't done ketamine other than at the clinic, but yeah. All right. Next caller. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hi, yes, it's Grayson uh, from Orange hey. County, California. Uh, Fixer Punk in the chat. What's up, Grayson? Um, doing all right, thankfully. Um, hearing all of your talk about sedation and medication um, brought to mind some stuff that I've been uh, I've been going through myself. Um, I have major trouble falling asleep at night. Um, like last night I couldn't even get to sleep until like six in the morning. Um, and I've been going through the whole, all the rounds of the different sleeping medications. And, and then it's just like, I'm not taking them on time. And then I wind up just keeping myself awake. And I have the same feeling, the same feeling you have about going to the doctor. It's like, I, if I was to try to adhere to the kind of sleep schedules I'm supposed to do and, and all the routines and all that. It, I was thinking I literally need somebody to come to my house and to force me to do those things so that I could actually do them because um, I, I go to a psychiatrist, obviously gives me some medication, which I, the medication that they're going to try next on me, I've tried numerous of them. They all had their interesting downsides, even the, even the herbal stuff. Like I took something recently that had too high of a dose of vitamin B6 in it, and that gave me like tingling in the hands that lasted for days even after stopping it um so a little bit now uh but the next one um that the doctor wants to try on me is called Vistaril, which i think one of you mentioned i think it was brian mentioned that you were prescribed that at some point is that correct or i don't think so i'll tell you what i've been that one that Sorry, Grayson. I have been on yeah, it's uh, uh, hydroxazine. Hydroxazine, yes, I was on that. That's what I. That's me. Uh, it don't do shit. It's good for anxiety for me, but it doesn't not sleep. It doesn't make me sleepy. Yeah, 
Yeah, it, it, that was always tough for me. It, it's not like it 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 will. Yeah, it'll knock your anxiety down a bit. You know, I am on. I think it's uh twelve hundred milligrams of gabapentin, and uh, Seroquel yeah. two hundred and fifty milligrams of Seroquel, and then I also take melatonin. I basically, I mean, I I and I eat uh cbn thc gummies i eat a five milligram gummy right before it's time to also fall asleep and uh it all of those in combination (laughs) yeah yeah well that's why it takes 700 milligrams of coffee in the morning but i've hit a wall yeah yeah, at this point i've my i've hit a wall at this point where like i don't want more now because if if they give me more, I will not be able to like sort of handle it. Hydroxazine, I'll tell you what hydroxazine did to me. Uh, I hate talking about this stuff. It it in it made my prostate thing. It did like a like that thing Enlarged? where you always have to pee. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I already have that problem all the fucking time. Wow. Um so yeah, and it's basically like a Benadryl type thing. But um, I just, yeah, she put me on all that stuff. Uh, but I've now hit the point where I'm very tired when it comes time to wake up in the morning. And uh, I got to, you know, I'm going to stick with what I'm at now. I, I'm, I'm not going to do any more because uh, I just. Yeah, that sounds. That sounds insane, the number of things you're taking, because, like, my mom has been like, she's like, you should just try the gummies the, the, with the CBD, or the CBD, the CBN, and THC, probably That's similar right. to what you're taking. Yeah. But I, uh, for a while, I have identified as straight edge, even though, like, I'm on a bunch of medications for my, for my autism and Asperger's and ADHD. Um, I, I don't claim it officially, but something about jumping over that next hurdle to medical marijuana THC is just that I've been kind of trepidatious about going over that line, but I'm like, okay, if I'm giving all these prescription medications, I don't know how much of a difference that is, but honestly, the, and the sterophil is that that's a powerful antipsychotic. I can't believe you're, you're being given that for, for sleep. <laughs> and because I know that does have a lot of other effects. Yeah, um, nuts though. I, 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 yeah. I don't know. It just makes it super hard for me to sleep. But uh, I also don't have good sleep hygiene. If that makes sense, like you, I think that like the key, exactly. the key to this type of thing is like you, you can't, you can't say I know better than them or say like the thing. I watch TV in bed at night and I fucking know that's wrong and stupid. I know I'm having trouble falling asleep because I'm watching fucking people kill each other all night on TV. Um, But I do it anyway. And I know that if I read, it would be better for me. But like, I just, I don't know why I just lay there in bed and watch TV until my eyes start to close. And then I turn it off as, as quickly as possible possible and that's kind of the thing that like i don't know i i just i'm really bad at it but the thing i've been very good at is 
I take my nighttime medicine at 10 o'clock every single night, no matter what the night, even like, and it's, and I take it at 10 PM because this show ends at 10 PM and, uh, I can just pop it. And every night I'll, I'm, I'm good unless I'm doing a POD cast, which I can, I can still, you know, power through that. But like, uh, I just take it at 10 PM every night and I lay in bed and I, <laughs> well, a lot of times, <laughs> a lot of times eat a CBN THC gummy. And then two hours later, I'm still awake. So I eat another one until. I mean, I'm doing more THC than I have in like several years because I just keep eating more and more of them at night. But uh, if the, I, I'll say this, let me say this to you, uh, uh, Grayson, about weed and and like sort of uh, being straight edge, which like I'm not going to tell you to do drugs because you're a straight edge, but I I do think that like take marijuana before you go to bed is not partying if that makes sense to you you know what i mean like yeah exactly. you're not you're not yeah make using it to make tv better or whatever you're using it to fall asleep so yeah maybe like you'll feel good for an hour before you fall asleep but i i would i would say having that rigid view of it is kind of like i wouldn't worry about that because to me it just seems like you'd be yeah. doing it right before you go to bed. Exactly. I'd only use it, obviously, to treat the specific medical issues I have. And I have the same problem where my, uh, and my mom even mentioned, she's like, you never ready yourself for sleep. And, and my, even my psychologist is like, you have to, you have to like cut, you have to like cut off your internet after a certain number of, uh, after a certain time to find a way to do that. You have to, um, you have to spend an hour in the morning when you get up before you get into any of your work. And I'm like, like this, I can't, I, I just don't, for some reason, I just don't have the self-discipline to do these kinds of things. And I know it's because I have some sort of impairment in my brain from having autism and all this stuff and from a head injury. So it's all, yeah, all, all the stuff I'm doing is just to remediate, um, those problems, not to, not to get myself high. Um, yeah, I really, I just called this time around to, to rant a little bit about this whole, the, the, this whole process of trying to figure this out because it's like, I want to do it. He's like, yeah, yeah you want to change this. The psychologist like, and you want to change this. And I'm like, yes, but it's like in the moment, like I kind of don't really want to change this. If I could get away with and survive and not have adverse consequences from being able to stay up at night and just enjoy watching stuff on social media and YouTube late at night, if I didn't have, somebody I'm living with who's upset with me. If I didn't have a job that, 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 that called me in the morning, um, I would do it. So it's, so it's like, I don't, I'm kind, I, I know I need to do it, but I don't really, I don't really want to do it. And, and then the medication, of course, sometimes I'll get sleepy. I don't know. I have to, it's kind of a weird thing trying to time when it makes me the sleepiest. And sometimes I'll just go go through that period just because I want to do whatever it is I'm doing at night. Um, so it's kind of kind of similar problem, and I, I definitely don't want to get to your level of medication. I'll just deal with the problem before getting it's, to that level. For me, it's 10 p.m. I take every one of my pills in one shot. Too my my daughter yeah. is so impressed with me that I can take. Uh, there's four gabapentin 
uh, I don't know, I take like eight pills at the same time. I take 12 pills to go to bed at the same time. I put them in my hand and just throw them in my mouth and and take a quick drink. And uh, when I do it, my daughter's like, I can't believe you can do that. I'm like, well, I've been taking pills for a very long time. They're lucky I don't bite into them because back when I was like really going heavy on the Percocets and stuff, I would just chew those fucking things because it works faster, they say. But um, I would suggest this. Um, one thing that I have been able to do to, to, to sort of change my sleeping situation, I am sleeping a lot better right now. Uh, I also have the luxury of not having a time to be up, which is like, that's a huge luxury. You can just go to bed whenever you want and get up whenever you want. But I do also want to wake up at 10 every morning, somewhere around 10, 10 Um, the thing that I do is hang the phone up specifically. No social media, nothing interactive Okay, is how I kind of draw the line yeah. where it's like, fine, I'll watch TV. That is a one way thing. Yeah. It's a thing talking to me. Right. I'm not talking out because there was a fucking period where like I was staying up all night because I would lay down in bed and pull my phone out and scroll Twitter. And you just can't fall asleep doing that. That's me. Yeah, that's the that's the problem. Yeah. Uh, that's the hard yeah. part. But yeah, that's that's me too. I, I I'll spend I'll spend a night scrolling TikTok specifically. Um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's the thing that, I yeah, pro- I I definitely feel you. <laughs> winners and losers said with throat control like that it's a shame brian's not a swinger because <laughs> of my pills the gabapentins are really big if you look them up they're very big pills so it is pretty amazing but they're like they're kind of yeah. like they're shaped like an oval capsule thing so they just slide right down there it's easy yep you know they just slide in yeah um, i i been on that too and and I yeah I yeah I couldn't believe that either I I whenever I take a pill like even like a single pill I have at least like three quarters of a glass of water with each single pill I'm I'm probably overly careful I'm scared of it getting like stuck in the back of my throat. Uh yeah I mean that can happen, but uh not likely I would say yeah. I would say here's what I'm saying here's my th- opinion. I think that they fuck with us too much expecting us to do what they think is fucking normal. And I think that you do have a right to be a little bit say like I'm a dysfunctional person because that's my attitude about stuff is, you know, there are best practices and stuff, but I ha- I'm going to live by my rules, you know, like it's, that's who I am. Well, sometimes uh, you can't but, do best but, practice, but also I agree. The TV thing is bullshit. However you go to sleep exactly. is the best way to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. I can turn on a race and fall asleep within 20 minutes. And I don't think that's bad for me. No. Well, and the way well, what you're saying also is like, I mean, when it comes to sleep, everything is so fucked up because of the way we organize the world because there is as far as jobs go there's there's really only one shift i mean you know for sure you can obviously sit around and say hey you know i could work third shift i could work second shift but the fucking rest of the world works on first shift 
Yeah. And that's just like so if you want any sort of a normal fucking life, um I would I, I just don't know how you can work any other shift. You know? Like if we weren't doing this, we'd both be working first shift. I yeah. can fucking guarantee we'd both right. be first shift somewhere. Yeah. Because you can't live your the you know, everything happens on first shift Monday through Friday. Yeah. And like, uh, so that really gives people almost no choice. And the thing I've learned since I started, you know, obviously making my living doing this is like the, the best thing for your sleep is not having to wake up to an alarm clock. That's like the best thing. Cause when your body goes to sleep when it wants to and wakes up when it wants to, uh, that takes so much of the pressure. Cause I also, when I was working first shift, I always felt like an immense amount of pressure to fall asleep by like 11, uh-huh. you know, and it still happens sometimes. Like the, talk, the clock is ticking. There's mm-hmm. like, you're it's losing like, every minute you lose is like well, one yeah. more bad minute in the morning that you're going to feel terrible. Or whatever. Thank you. Because it's like, if I have to be up at seven in the morning, it's a total meltdown from, I don't know, uh, 10 PM on. Cause I, I first of all think if I don't fall asleep by 11 p.m., I don't get eight hours. Yeah, of sleep. then I'm yeah, and that becomes a problem. And then once 11 goes by, it's like okay, well, people do set six, seven hours of sleep all the fucking time. Once that goes by, you're like laying and by that time you have the lights off and you're laying with your eyes open, just thinking like I'm never gonna fucking fall asleep. It's just the alarm's going to go off two seconds before the alarm goes off. I'm going to fall asleep. The alarm's going to go off and I'm going to have to go do the fucking thing. And I just, I think that like, that's the way everybody, uh, that's what happens when you tell somebody they have to be up and ready for work by seven o'clock in the morning. It happens to some people. Yeah. 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 They don't make any room for us. They they just expect us to fix our fucking lives. Conference call. No, they, yeah, there's a, yeah, it's a mention on the like stupid pressure. That... I have calls in the morning. Go ahead, man. And that's and that's how I feel too. Yeah, that's how, that's how I feel too. Like once a week, I have I have a conference call at like eight thirty in the morning, and and other times I can I can I could probably start by like ten or eleven. Thankfully, I have a job that has good amount of flexibility. And yeah, that that's how I feel. I usually just wind up getting like four or five hours of sleep at most those nights. Sometimes I'll actually wind up falling asleep right after that conference call. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, yeah, it, it's a little bit nerve it, it gets a little bit nerve wracking, um, uh, when, when you're having to do that. And then the, and then of course now I have the factor of that. I have a psychologist trying to help me through this and he's telling me, well, you need to be, you need to do all this stuff. And then I feel like I'm going to come back this week. I'm seeing him again. And I'm like, I, I let you down. And I'm like, do I even come back oh, and tell him how dude, I, how I've let him down? Grayson, I, I I got through that with my psych before uh, I quit going and uh, they don't get disappointed in you at all. They're kind of happy. They're going to get paid for another appointment. (laughs) Don't let, don't let them turn into your dad. I let him turn into my dad for like the first three or four months I was doing it. And then finally it was just like, no, it's a suggestion, but it's a good suggestion. And I should try to take that suggestion but, but, you know, I think what Brett was going to say is like that they try to, they don't have allowances. They, no, they, go ahead. Yeah, no, I mean, it's like the health and wellness tech bro 
girl boss, guy boss, they boss shit where people are supposed to be, you maximize your lifestyle, get up at 4 a.m., eat seven salmons, you know, um, get in a fucking hot bath and a yoga <laughs> meditation retreat, and then get onto your calls at 9 a.m., do your calls for an hour, then, you know, go for a fucking hike on your, on your lunch break while you eat, you know, only raw foods that aren't fucking cooked. Like, well, it, it, they, they just act like they can apply this to everybody. It's the same thing like telling fat people to lose weight. It's like, that's not, it doesn't work like that. Just, they, just treat the person. Don't tell them to be someone they are fucking not. Well, we have Treat a, them like a person that, that knows what's going on and can't help who they fucking are. Yeah. We can't help who we are. Right. We have a friend that works in, like, the sleep industry or did for a period of time. And he would always get on me about... Once Street Fight became my job, he would still say, you need to fucking go to sleep at a certain time and wake up at a certain time. And he kept saying like circadian rhythms, but I'm like, I don't feel like I live in that. Like, for some reason, I want more of my day to be night. Like, that's the thing I've figured out about myself is that like, I think I, I, People fucking sit around and talk about like, you know, I get up at nine in the morning and I drink a coffee on Sunday and I I listen to jazz music and fucking watch CBS Sunday morning. And like, I don't see that as any kind of a valuable experience. It's not admirable. It's great for you. I'm happy it's working for you. No, me and Rachel, we went on vacation. We'd get up at 1 p.m. We were like, cleaning, yeah. the cleaning people would come in and be like, we're still sleeping. Yeah. And getting, my circadian rhythm was fine. I, I, me too. I sleep until 1 and I feel rested. I'm not like complaining about the amount of sleep. It's just that nobody wants me to, nobody, well, you know, no regular job would allow me to to have those hours, you know. No, yeah, yeah. And, and that's the thing. It's like. Unless I'm a nurse. Yeah, overnight nurse. Just all the people I know that work i mean anybody that works is like there's this immense pressure to be on first shift uh if you want to have any kind of fucking life like you just yeah you can work you can close at the restaurant and hang out with your friends at the restaurant and get fucked up until six o'clock in the morning and then sleep until five o'clock in the afternoon before you go to applebee's and work but i just i i just i think everybody wants to live in the world where they can go to concerts, uh, they can go to the movies, they can they can do all that stuff. You know what I mean? You can't do all that stuff if you work second or third shift. Also, I mean, I I mean, I always push myself yeah. to the limit and then just take a nap. Like I took so many naps, it would just if I I would be up till two in the morning, I had to be up at seven a.m. I would sleep for four hours in the afternoon. Like I would get it back, just no problem. And I also do. I'm up late at night doing really fun. I'm hanging out at a hookah lounge at 4 a.m. Yeah. And I go home because I, and I sleep for, for eight hours and I wake up fine. It doesn't matter if the birds are chirping. I do not feel unrested. Yeah. And I get, you know, again, I know that like, but I, we also have the most, I'm saying on the most luxurious schedule rest, me getting rest is not a problem. The the, was the problem wasn't like going to bed before 10 p.m. I'm just letting me sleep when I want. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's letting you sleep when you want. Yeah, if I sure. didn't have like disturbances, to, yeah, if I didn't have disturbances to my schedule, then that would be that then, then that would be great. Like today, I I wound up waking up at like one o'clock uh, in the afternoon. I felt totally fine. wasn't wasn't an issue at all. But yeah, that whole conformity thing, Brett, you're so right about with the wellness. People say you can do this. 
if I stepped away in the middle of the day to go and take a hike and things like that, and I'm technically my own business, even though I do still sort of have a boss um, and I, and I have a lot more freedom and a lot more flexibility, but if I'm away during like the nine to five hours, so I'm away from my house during the nine to five hours, I get, always get a little bit nervous even though I don't have to be chained to a desk or anything like that because I'm independent and I just fill out by the hour. Um, and it just doesn't, it just doesn't always work that way. And that we have to do things. That's why I like to find examples of people who are able to do things differently and still succeed in this world. And one of the reasons why I really like this show is because of that, uh, because of those kinds of examples that aren't following all the rules and, and that you can still get, still get by and still do well to take the radical measures necessary to conform myself to the rules would probably make life like just not, not really worth living. So I've That's kind of fine. adjusted my goals accordingly. Yeah. Well, hey. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It also it does. It also isn't cool. Like, eventually, you get to a thing where it's just like this sucks being late, up late. I'm missing all these things, yeah. you know. And you can find a happy exactly. medium. Yeah. And also, someday, like I have weeks where Charlotte yep. has to be a fucking art camp at eight in the morning, you know. And uh, I have to work around that. Um, and I just make it up elsewhere. Yeah, I had. Like, there was a few years there where I was up till four every night and slept till noon. And then I, I, two summers ago during the pandemic, when there wasn't shit to do, I started getting up at nine and going to bed at like one. And uh, that was like at my happy, that was like at the best time for me. Like, I loved it. I love being up at nine, but like, I don't beat myself up if I can't wake up at nine and I usually get up around 10, 10 30. Yeah. Uh, that's my time. 10 30. Well, Grayson, thanks for calling in buddy. It's good to hear from you. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. It. Thank you. Um, do you mind? Thank you. Do you mind if I, uh, I, I talk about some of this kind of stuff related to like between like, uh, personal development and social change on my podcast. Um, haven't put up an episode in a few weeks still need to, but do you mind if I pitch it? Go for it. Yeah, so it's the same as my name in the chat, Fixer Punk, the Fixer Punk podcast, F-I-X-C-R-P-U-N-K.com um, on all major platforms. Also, Fixer Punk on TikTok. That's pretty regularly updated. Thank you so much for having me and for taking all the time. Um, really appreciate it. Hope the listeners got something out of it as well. Yeah, yeah. thanks for calling, Grayson. It's good to hear from you. Yeah, something for me that kind of makes sense and i even learned from you brian is just like massaging the world into like what you like or what works best for you and that made me feel a lot better than beating myself up for like not waking up and immediately doing like 100 push-ups or something yeah or because it's like i i honestly i like to get up and do stuff and work out in the middle of the afternoon and people are like if you don't do it as soon as you wake up you're you're fucking garbage yeah you failed already you're There's so much you're supposed to do in the morning. Oh, I know. And they're liars. I just eat breakfast. I'll get it done later. I'll get it done at the end of the night. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. That's all the calls. I'm in a stress position right now, so I'm kind of feeling like my arm is sore and I'm sweating from holding my holding the mic this way. You long. did it. You made it, you, did the, you made it through. So I want to... Under all that tension. Quick, A uh, couple quick, quick notes. Uh, Wednesday, uh, we plan to be on the air at 515 because we're going to uh, Dynamite Wednesday night. Uh, insanely Beast card. Um, so dumpster match with the with the guns. Very exciting. Uh, and so 515 is when the show will start. And then we'll probably be out here by like 630 because the arena is like right down the street. Um, 
And uh, this week on the uh, feed for the uh, Patreon is Total Recall 2013 with Jesse Farrar. It is two hours and uh, typical for what happens when me and Jesse do a podcast Great. (laughs) There's some store talk. I can't believe. (laughs) What can Jesse believe that he found out? I don't know. Jesse actually took my side about... I told him how the grocery store by my house has decided to let the Spectrum Cable Company set up oh, right on the yes. inside of the door as you walk in. Unacceptable. And he was like, that's my safe space, man. And like, I'm there to buy everything. You don't have to sell me anything. I don't want to talk. I don't fucking leave my house and go to a place to talk about my cable. It's not something I want to even fucking think about. Yeah. You know, even when I'm at home, I don't want to think about it, but especially I didn't leave the house today thinking I, I should switch my cable. Company. I'm almost 40 fucking years old. I've never seen a difference between any of the goddamn companies. There's nothing that you promised me is going to happen. And I'm going to end up paying twice as much as you say I do. It's just at and Stay away. Because of fiber. If you can get fiber, that's the only real difference. In sure. Any of them. Cause I haven't had internet problems in so long. It's been incredible, but nice. You can't get it everywhere. Yeah, I can't get an apartment. Yeah, it's incredible, though. It works really good. I, I've, I haven't disconnected once during a podcast. Damn. So, all right. Well, we'll uh, be back on Wednesday. Also, yeah, um, for those of you following along with my uh, treasures <laughs> that I've been finding, my Carnival Glass and all of that, um, I just got approved to be a seller on that, that new app, Whatnot. Um, so I want to try to incorporate it and get some of these. I have so many extra glass items and figurines and weird shit and pictures and paintings, um, that I get that I is not worth anything to me, uh, but someone else would like it. So I'm going to consider doing some fundraisers for like abortion funds and stuff, and maybe doing like a street fight auction, uh, on live stream in the very near future. Um, if you don't know about it, it's whatnot is the name of the app. And if you use my code, you get $10. I also get $10. You can do whatever you want. It helps me out. I would appreciate it. But Brett underscore pain 84. Uh, Brett underscore pain 84 uh, for whatnot. And uh, I'll uh, let you know what's come happening with that on as it happens. I don't know. As things go by, I don't know. I got I to gotta go home and find out if Ric Flair died. Okay. We're out of here. We're Street Fight. Peace. I hope he's dead. <laughs>
sky The rope around your neck Let me help you talk You're the wrong way off the ledge Let me help you hold the clock against your head Let me help you talk The rope around your neck